Hello, friends, and welcome to episode number 207 of Bad Flips and Maple Dips. We back. It's Patrick here in Halifax. He's Justin in Saskatoon. Uh, nice little brief vacation for us. How are you feeling? I'm exhausted. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I was at a wedding last weekend, which is why we were able yeah. to record uh, in Edmonton. So it was like a five and a half, six hour drive. Oh, that alone is, is justification enough, yeah. I think, to be exhausted. It was, the wedding was great itself, but uh, yeah, the, the travel, we, we went to, like my parents live halfway between Saskatoon and Edmonton, which is where I grew up. So we, we drove there like the day before we had to be in Edmonton um, just to get like a little visit and we stayed there the night but then we, on like the day after the wedding so Sunday morning we had to check out of our hotel and then make the the pilgrimage home all in one day which is it's a lot when you don't go to bed until like the wedding ended at like two oh was, like, no, the, the no, dance, no 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 right? no and yeah. then you have to be yeah. at your hotel by 11 so yeah yeah and I mean alcohol was involved um, oh yeah yeah yeah, so it's a, it's, a, it's a bad. <laughs> so I mean, I I don't really like I don't get like the debilitating hangovers that some people do. So like I like I I was fine the next morning. I yeah I was fine, but it was it was a long day, and then you gotta go get groceries when you get home because you have no food in your house because you ate it all before you left. It's just like it's a whole thing when you go away for a weekend, right? So I feel yeah. like I've been playing catch up all week on just trying to sleep and work. Mm -hmm. and, all that yeah stuff. and it's just like you're not you're you'll not you won't get ahead until the weekend or get back to yeah. full strength thank until goodness you have a weekend. it's a long weekend coming up oh yeah i love labor day weekend because it's like yeah. the unofficial end to summer kind of winter and is coming yeah it's still 30 degrees here but um <laughs> <laughs> yeah same yeah it's just like i'm i need this this three-day weekend just to sleep <laughs> how was uh yeah. how was your time away from from podcasting uh, it was good, man. I uh, finished up a long stretch of just putting in extra time at my job. Yep. And now I am at the phase of like the end of a long streak of like working short weeks. Uh, rather than taking a full like vacation of like a week or two weeks of not working, I, I stretch it all out. So I just work perpetual four day weeks. And uh, that streak is concluded. So it's weird. Uh, well, I guess it concluded last week. And now I am done until after Labor Day. So I've got like a four and a half day stretch here of just sitting on my ass. Uh, I don't know. Relaxing. Playing video <laughs> games. That's nothing wrong with that. Watching the Toronto Blue Jays play baseball. Inconsistent baseball. <laughs> I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm so excited for this series against Pittsburgh because I feel like this is like it, <laughs> this is going to be the last series that they <laughs> they walk into it like being favored to sweep it. And yeah. I, now that I said that, they will get swept. So <laughs> get, just be ready for that. Yeah. Um, let's just dive right into things. We've got a lot of Blue Jays things to talk about today. We're going to start with the standings. Obviously, it's an off day for the Blue Jays, so we know that their record is not going to change until tomorrow. Mm -hmm. um shout out to patrick's cat freddy in the background i know he's there's gonna, nothing i can do about he's it he's gonna meow the whole time it's like yep. it's like uh it's like it's like we're all in you're on a zoom meeting it's just like we work basically working from home right now 
and it's just like your your kids or your cat are in the background and it's like there's nothing you can do about it so yeah just we just have business. to it's his world we're just living in unfortunately it. that's the way she goes yeah anyway uh in the american league patrick uh houston is... actually wait justin oh. we're forgetting that oh thing that we always do at the start of a, an episode and i forgot it and it's my fault if you like what we do here oh, yeah. <laughs> follow us on twitter <gasps> At BFMD Podcast, DM or tweet us your questions. We're on Anchor, Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Website is bfmdpodcast.com. Go ahead and leave us a review of five stars. Or less. Uh, and uh, thanks for listening to the episode. Yeah, we're... Now, now we can get into we're it. We're rusty after the break. Forgive us. Yeah, I feel it. It's like when you... It's not like riding a bike. I will say that much. Um, All right. Yeah. It's like flying a rocket ship. If you don't do it often enough, you'll forget how. We just forgot how. Is that uh, something that happens to I don't know. people who Maybe. fly rocket ships? Maybe that's I don't know. I'm not sure. All right. Who knows? Baseball. Anyway, baseball. Speaking of rocket ships, uh, Houston does not have a problem. No, nothing. All right. Anyway. Man, it took every. <laughs> it took my collective will to just push down a laugh yeah okay um, this, you got me but least, i just couldn't give it to you that was the segue i was going for when i was talking about rocket ships but yeah it was it was good yeah i, anyway, I no sold it just so, to fuck you over yeah houston is currently 37 games above 500 they have 84 <laughs> wins and only 47 losses so with like 31 games to go they still have a chance to they could theoretically win 115 games still if they go undefeated. Jesus, but Mary and Joseph, that's a lot. Yeah, they, they've they've they're likely going to get it to 100 because they don't have to win half of their remaining games to do so. Um, they looked like a very good baseball team, although Justin Verlander is on the IL. I think it was uh, something with his calf, maybe. If I remember seeing it correctly on Twitter yesterday. Don't like that. No, hopefully he comes back uh, after the minimum stint because he's having an outstanding year after missing a full season with Tommy John's. Uh, the Yankees, Patrick, are still in the East. That lead has shrunk to, I believe, what is it, seven or six games over Tampa now. Um, yep. They have 79 wins and 52 losses. So they're only, they're only 27 games above 500 after being in about the same boat Houston was for a while. And the Cleveland Guardians currently lead the Central Division, but the Minnesota Twins are hot on their heels. Uh, in the wild card, not much has changed since the last time we talked. Tampa and Seattle are still first and second. Um, they are tied right now, but Tampa has played two less games than Seattle. Uh, and the Blue Jays are two games back of both of those teams, uh, at 70 wins and 59 losses. It gets a little interesting behind the Blue Jays. The uh, Orioles are still hanging around. They have 68 wins right now. They're two games behind the Jays. And then the Twins, who are, like I said, about a game and a half back, I believe it's a game and a half of Cleveland, or maybe one game. I don't know. I can't do math when I don't see the division settings in front of me. I'm just looking at wild card. But the Twins are one game behind the Baltimore and three games behind the Blue Jays. Um, the White Sox and Red Sox, Patrick, have the Sox. We'll just pluralize them. Have both dropped off. Chicago is six and a half back of the Jays, and Boston is eight back. Um, they're, they're. I think they're DOA. Yeah, they're they're all butt toast now. Um, it's it's tough. If if they were, if there weren't two teams between them the White Sox and the Blue Jays, then they'd have more of a shot, but they have to pass three teams to get a playoff spot right now. Um, so it's it's not looking great for them. Um, Tony La Russa is not going to be with the team for an indefinite period of time. He was checked into a hospital. Hopefully oh. he's okay. I mean, we all kind of dunk on him for being old as fuck, but uh, hopefully he's he's all right and can just finally retire for good. Um, but yeah, hopefully he's okay. 
but yeah patrick it's it's a little dicey i mean the jays are kind of just like in the pocket right now where they've got a two game cushion on either side you can't really call it a cushion when you're trailing by two games but they do have that gap over baltimore of course there's still i think three series left against baltimore so there's not much wiggle room going on uh vibe check how you feeling <laughs> uh, a dangerous question. I'm feeling. I'm real. Uh, if you had asked me this question after the sweep, I would have been like, "We're never gonna lose again." Where this team is after like, the sweep for of real. Boston, you're talking about after the sweep of yeah. Boston. Yeah. Uh, since then, we have gone two and four uh, against teams that are not good at all at yep. baseball this season. Uh, and getting swept by the Angels, I think, was... Uh, that was tough. <laughs> it was a cold bucket of water. Yeah. Um, that kind of brought us back to reality. Uh, and then uh, taking two of three from Chicago is not terrible, but again, it didn't make up for the, the losses that would have occurred uh, in ground when we lost three in a row to uh, the... Los Angeles Otanis. Yeah. yeah. Um, to play devil's advocate a little bit, it's, of course, these guys are professional baseball players and, and yeah. the best of the best. Yeah. But those games at Fenway, two extra inning wins, yep. including one, a night game of a travel day, and they didn't get back to Toronto. Their, their bus didn't pull up to Rogers Center until about 4 a.m., yeah. which means that by the time those guys get home to their beds it's five or six likely you go to sleep for say you get four hours or six hours of sleep to wake up at noon you've got to play a game in five hours from there you've got to get to the ballpark but nobody took bp that day but it's like you're you're walking dead basically you're a zombie and then you've got to play three games you've got a night game then you get two afternoon games (laughs) it's just like there's no time to catch up on that sleep and like i was i was complaining about having to do it everything after a wedding and these guys had to play a a sport for four hours in fenway because those games are never less than four hours because fuck boston they slow so their pitchers are so fucking slow it's painful um and then you've got to turn around and fly home and do it all again it's like it's tough i mean yeah of course you expect them to do better than they did but i will say that they are human and it's understandable that they came out a little slow on friday yeah friday for sure fine i'll give (laughs) them the yeah and then you get otani on saturday though so it's like you're exhausted and you've got to play against shohei like i i I hate making excuses and i'm not trying to i'm just trying to be a realist a little bit (laughs) you know where it's like it's a tough a tough scenario to bounce back from uh not ideal no (laughs) for sure uh and even the series win against chicago doesn't feel like enough yeah they have to come from behind in those two wins as well right it still feels like this team is like they're just squeezing wins and it's just nothing is clicking this off day in pittsburgh for the team must feel like a 20-day vacation you know it's just like yeah the bullpen is gassed the entire team is gassed um it ain't getting easier no it's not gonna get easier well i mean pittsburgh's not 
great, but I mean, we just saw what happened in the, like in the last six games against teams twenty plus games below five hundred. Yep. So it's that's no, there no. is never an easy game in baseball. We'll say that much. No, there's not. But the schedule is absolutely vicious. Yep. The, that's the next right now, like so, they head to Pittsburgh. They got three against the Pirates on the road, then four against the Orioles on the road, then three against the Rangers on the road. So their next ten games, big road trip. Uh, are all on the road, and there are, is uh, one day off on September the eighth. Mm-hmm. Probably travel to go get from Baltimore to to Texas. Uh, yeah to the Rangers Park there Arlington. In Arlington. Yeah, uh, but then after that, they're on the road. They're back over to uh, or they're back home, and then they play five in a, a row against the Rays with no break. Yeah. Uh, including a doubleheader, they absolutely and then they play three against the Orioles immediately after that. So their follow preceding ten games are not much easier. So yeah, the road trip is gonna be big. <laughs> there, yeah, there's one break in the middle of that road trip, and then after that, uh, I'm pretty sure there's no days off until the 19th of September. Yeah, and then it's all it's full on until October 1st, I think. Yep, it's a big stretchy. It's a tough month. Just no, they play even, October first too. There's not even yeah. going to be a day off. Not even night. schedule wise, but but like time off wise, there's just not going to be a lot of rest. So there's going nope. to be some roster shuffling. We will talk about roster moves here shortly because rosters did expand today, <clears throat> um, and we've got a bone to pick with the Blue Jays over this one. Two double headers uh, in the next two weeks. Yeah, those are. It's both actually two Tampa, double right? headers in the next thirteen days. Those are the in that five gamer against Tampa. Those are there's two double headers in there. There's a double header against the Orioles. Oh, the uh, Orioles. Yeah, and, uh, oh, that's September fifth, right, right, and then right. September thirteenth. There's two against the Rays. So that's nutty. It's just you, you got to win them. You yep. got to you have to win these baseball. <laughs> got to win games. some games. Yeah, um, we were talking before we started and. With the Jays being at 70 wins with 33 to go, they've really got to go 20 and 13 to get to 90 wins. Um, they had 91 wins last year and just missed the playoff spot. They would have been the third wild card had there been one last year. So 90, 91 wins is likely going to guarantee you that. So you've got to win 20 or 21 of your last 33 games. And... Baltimore is chasing you and they've got to win more games than you win. So if the if the Blue Jays can win 20 games, Baltimore's got to win 23 because they have to pass so them. It's worth noting the wild card elimination numbers for Minnesota. It Minnesota's at 31, Baltimore's at 32. That number drops pretty quickly In uh, yeah. as as the days roll by. Yeah. Uh, especially if your team is not winning games. So yep. there isn't wiggle room anymore at all. Toronto must win games pretty much every series <laughs> from this point out. Yeah. Uh, they absolutely have to win the series against the Orioles uh, in order to get in. Uh, I think they have 10 games left against the Orioles. If they don't, right. if they don't win seven of them, I, you gotta be 500 or better in those 10. Just you to can't not, trade. You can't, you you can't, can't trade though with Baltimore. You can't no. because it leaves the door open for Baltimore. Yeah, to you, do better elsewhere, and then true. also Minnesota, if they perform better uh, during their interdivision games. Yeah, but to be fair, like you just you just can't go below 500 against them because you don't want to lose ground in those 10 games. 
At yeah. worst, at worst, you've got to just keep the gap at two games, if it stays that way, you know. But yeah, I, think I agree to be with you. That you got to win at seven least wins. seven. Yeah, you got, yeah, it's got to be seven. Yeah, it's and nice, then it'd after be nice that, to gain some ground on them. Uh, you have nine season. against yeah. the Rays, and it's the same situation where I think yeah, you you have to be at least one or two. Yeah, above. hey, the, the Jays are still only two games behind Tampa for top wild card spot, so those games are huge too. Yeah, um, it, all these interdivisional <laughs> games mean. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty. Uh, it's pretty important. Um, and yeah, like the Jays were thirteen and fourteen in August. Patrick it was their first yeah, month this season below five hundred. They were month. nine and six on the road, but four and eight at home. Yeah. Um, including all like obviously they they had some stinkers against the Angels and the and then the Cubs yesterday. So the, they did lose those last four games, or four of their last six at home, which wasn't great. Um, yeah, it's. It was it was kind of weird because they they were they were one and one versus the Rays, two and two versus the Twins. They're one and four against Baltimore in the month. That's bad. They lost two to three to Cleveland. They won three of four against the Yankees. Swept the Red Sox in that series last week, and then went zero and three versus the Angels, and then two and one versus the Cubs. So they lost to teams that were behind them in the standings or have worse records and were 500 or better against teams that are ahead of them for the most part besides the Red Sox. So it's kind of just like a little bit of the Jays almost played down to their opponents levels in those, some of those games. Obviously, I just think it amounts to wasted starts by you say Kikuchi and yeah. then Mitch White had a couple uh, stinkers here. Barrios Mitch, has a stinker. Yeah. It's just, what are you going to do though? Yeah. There's nobody else to pitch. You're not going to, yeah, you're not going to keep, calling up triple a players to start or something but yeah it's it's a tough but i mean yeah eight and six versus divisional opponents thanks to that sweep against the red Sox and the three to four against the yankees in the month that, that helped overcome the one and four against baltimore for sure imagine if they didn't blow all those games against the orioles we'd yeah. be laughing we'd that, easily be, be wc1 and we it'd be a different story but i mean the yankees are still struggling um the rays are currently two games closer than the blue jays and i mean we were talking too that like the rays and yankees play each other six times in the next week and a half so that, those are big games um if the rays are going to have any hope of catching the yankees the jays are eight back the rays are six back of new york right now so it's not imp- it's not impossible it's still very improbable but it w- i mean it was like 19 games for both of those teams like a month and a half ago so the gap has definitely shrunk to the yankees um they got Stanton back though, which he was on their roster or healthy on their roster when they were doing so well earlier in the year. So their their offense is is healing, if you will. So I don't know. I, I'm not even worried about the division. The division's like it doesn't matter at this point. It's you got to worry about the wild card. <laughs> you got to survive. You got to make yeah. like this team. If this team, I I don't want to put a lot of pressure on it or be negative about it. But if this team doesn't make the playoffs, you have to think that. Aside from John Schneider, a majority of the coaching staff is going to lose their job. Or they should be considered considered to lose their job anyway. I think John Schneider's done well enough to get a chance to be the manager. Yes, I agree with that. But I would think that uh, Guillermo Martinez, Pete Walker... Um, yeah, but we were we were also looking at like team stats overall for the season. Like the Blue Jays are still a, like a top five offense in most categories. I know but you, the it's fact it's that really repeatedly, but Patrick continued to hammer 
you say Kikuchi down our throats. That's not Guillermo Martinez's fault. <laughs> no, it's not. It's Pete Walker's fault, though. It's not Pete not Walker's fault for – no, I mean, come on. That's that's tough, too. Like, I mean, you can't – a human being cannot turn coal into diamonds. Okay. So, oh, all right. So, who's <laughs> – let's say we – I'm not saying this is going to happen, and I'm not yeah. saying I want this to happen. Let's say, hypothetically – the Toronto Blue Jays finish one game back of Baltimore for the final wild card spot. They miss the playoffs again. Oh God, just put one a knife in my, in my chest, why don't you? At the <laughs> end of the season, you're going to see big old fucking bold letters on every Toronto newspaper, who's to blame. Yeah. And it's it's not Atkins, it's not Shapiro. I uh, mean, although, it could although be Atkins. <laughs> they've made mistakes. They, but... Yeah, they gave Kikuchi $36 million. Um the extension to Barrios hasn't been great overall. I mean, for the most part, he has pitched. He's like, like we've been saying, two thirds of his starts have still been really good. It's just those those times when he doesn't have his best stuff. He doesn't have the the Alec Manoa ability to still gut out performances when he doesn't have his best stuff. Um, and there's been a lot of analysis done that like that Barrios needs to change up his pitch mix, and I'm sure that they'll. Get all that sorted. I, I still it's have faith in Jose ball. Barrios. Fastball is, is one of the worst. His four seam fastball is an absolute yeah. dog shit pitch. He throws it way too much. Uh, he should have banned it all together. Anyway, that's a talk about for another day. I don't want to get into that now because I haven't done my preparations for that. That'll come. I'll I'll make, try and do that at some point. But it's just like I I feel like the the true blame just like last season relies on the pitching. The Jays lost a lot of games last year because of their bullpen. This year the bullpen's actually been pretty solid for the most part and. The guys that they've that they've brought in, like Jimmy Garcia, has been fantastic. He's only had a couple of like real stinky performances. It's Jordan been a while Romano's since he's great. had an actual bad performance. Yeah. Jordan Romano has been great. Anthony Bass has been great. He's having a nice year. Zach Pop is for some reason in AAA, and we're going to get into that. We'll talk about roster moves right after we finish the National League standings. But Zach Pop has been was was pretty good. I didn't think he deserved to get sent down. Jimmy uh, was great. Jimmy was great in the yeah. month of August. Oh yeah, Jimmy was fantastic. He uh, he pitched a lot of innings. Ever since June, mm-hmm. Jimmy's been great. Well, he, he had that one July. brief IL stint, right? So yeah, that was in the, uh, in the middle of June. Yeah, so he uh, was. He once a, he got that sorted, he was fine. Yeah, he had that one ugly ass performance against Baltimore in the middle of June. Yeah, and since then, he has given up a grand total of three earned runs. Yeah, and they were all in the month of August. Which were yep. the only runs he gave up in <laughs> August. Yep. So, like, the, Jimmy is definitely, he's not the problem. No, the problem, he's not the problem. I mean, the problem has been your Adam fourth. Adam Simber's and, not the problem. The problem is the Trevor Richards. Trevor and, Richards, who, Yusei Kikuchi, and to a lesser extent, because he hasn't been here super long, Mitch White have not been. And Hunjin Ryu is to blame as well for credit being though, bad. Credit, though. Trevor Richards had a terrific. He actually had a better August than Jimmy Garcia did in terms of numbers. Yeah, like Trevor uh, Richards bounced of, back. Like uh, he was great in July. The bullpen was, was fine in August. Honestly, like I have zero complaints about the bullpen this 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 like second half of the year or it's more. It's all the blown games from May it, and it's, June. It's and it, it's tough when your starting hurts. pitchers are giving up four, five, and six runs in yeah. like three or four innings too. Those are the games that's tough to win. Um. Starting pitching has got to be the focus again this offseason. Obviously, you know Ryu's not coming back. You, you're you not sure 
what you're going to get from Yusei Kikuchi. Like, are they going to let him try to keep starting? He's been... I think they release him. I think they just take the L. You just think they just get rid of him? Yeah, I, I mean... I think they take the L. I think he's... I think you see how he cooked. comes into spring training before you make that decision. That's fair. And, I mean, you get to work with him. They signed him at the like during spring training, right? So, he hasn't had an off-season of work with the team. So, you've got, you've got a winter to really show him the film and show him like where it's all gone wrong and then you can start trying to make those mechanical changes so i think i think we need to i don't say like have a ton of patience with kikuchi but we've got to wait until spring training before before doing anything rash because you do have a full winter and a full spring training yeah coming up that won't be postponed by a lockout the day yeah they could yeah. easily just cut them if the he's, day before if he has starts. a couple or two or three garbage spring training outings you're gonna get a full spring training right that was another thing the spring training was delayed it was just like a perfect storm for bringing a new guy in when not really having that much face-to-face interaction with them where it just kind of happened the way it did and you just hoped that he would be better than he was and of course he wasn't or hasn't been so yeah, that's that's that. Um, let's quickly do the National League standings. We kind of went off on a tangent there. Not much to talk about here. The Dodgers are already at ninety wins. They're a juggernaut. They if they don't win the World Series, it's going to be surprising. They're without Walker Buehler for the rest of the season, though. He had surgery, which sucks. Yeah. Um, but they, I think their IL pitching staff is like the best pitching staff in baseball. which is crazy that they're still at 90 wins they just have a they're just they have a good all-around team uh the mets patrick are doing well still they are 83 and 48 they currently have a three-game lead over atlanta in the nl east uh st louis has widened the gap in the nl central to i believe six games over the brew crew right now um those are the three division leaders atlanta who like i just mentioned are three games behind the mets in the division Currently hold wild card one. They're seven and a half games up on Philadelphia, who is WC two. Philly and San Diego both have seventy three wins. Philly is a half up because they have one less game and one less loss. And then uh, trying to chase down the Padres and the and the uh, Phillies is Milwaukee, who are sixty nine, nice and sixty right now. They're two and a half back of San Diego, three back of Philly. Um, not as many like obviously there's three teams within three games of a wild card spot or two games sorry in the in the American League so there's a little bit less competition in the National League this year there's really a lot of haves and have nots in that league and yeah. obviously with the Dodgers being so good uh the last time we talked the Giants were actually like a game or two behind and they've they've subsequently They're like done. lost a ton They're, done. They're actually tied with Arizona for like nine, nine games back or whatever it is now They're so done. yeah, yeah it's chose. over it's a four-team race for three spots there. Uh, not a lot to say about it. The Obviously, the Brewers have a few good starting pitchers, but they are have been struggling on offense lately, um, whereas the Phillies have been blowing people out, it seems. Bryce Harper's back, which has been a huge lift for them. Bruce Hooper has been providing some, some runs, and then the Braves are just the Braves. They're the defending champions for a reason. Sorry, it was just something slid across my desk there. All good. And, uh, I had to. Yep. I had but to beep boop boop on the computer, but let can let's we talk just about circle the back to moves. The, we will talk about that, but can we circle back to the fact that the Los Angeles Dodgers are forty-five and sixteen at home? Yeah, that's nutty. Hey, they're well, they're, they're not like they're, they're fifty-one games above five hundred, Patrick. They're they could, so they could lose every game the rest of the way and still win their division probably. 
I don't know about winning their division. It'd be close. <laughs> it would be really frigging close. Yeah, because the Padres a, are like 17 games back. <laughs> it, it, they're just, and the thing is, like, they still have a deep farm. Yeah. It's just, they're just built to be a it's juggernaut. A it's a can, really good franchise. It's the model franchise. I, I can remember a time in the 90s, and I'm sure a lot of Dodgers fans remember this, where they were not good. Yep. Uh, they only won one division title between 1988 and 2003. It was in 1995, which was the season, I think, that was shortened. Something and like now, <laughs> basically since 2013, they won the division every year except for last year when they got a wild card. Yeah. And they're just... they're fuck they just they just destroy they're they're a good baseball franchise it's just sickening (laughs) anyway they're they're good and then like meanwhile we're like we have to fucking we're in the thunderdome with the al east yeah we won't talk about today but the schedule is out for next year right and uh yeah the balanced schedule well we can talk about uh this that schedule uh maybe We'll talk about it maybe next time. Maybe in the off. No, well, we might as well just wait till the off season, yeah, man. We there's enough. too much to talk about yeah, right true. now. Let's talk about these stupid ass roster moves. Yeah. So rosters did expand today. It's not the old school roster expansion where you could just bring up your entire fucking forty man, which was just a waste of time. <laughs> I hated that so much. It's only two extra players now, so twenty eight total, one pitcher, one hitter, and. Yeah, instead of bringing up, like, Zach Pop or Gabe Moreno or Otto Lopez, somebody who could actually, you know, contribute to the team, the Blue Jays, if you missed it, reclaimed Bradley Zimmer, who the Phillies DFA'd after picking him up from the Blue Jays. So Bradley Zimmer is back. Blue Jays legend and level of excellence member Bradley Zimmer uh, back on the team. And Casey Lawrence called up from buffalo as well patrick uh not what anybody saw coming i mean when they picked zimmer up it was kind of inevitable that he was going to be re-added to the team but the other question is why did they pick up bradley zimmer again i'll tell you why did we not see enough (laughs) i saw enough was it not Um, was, was hitting 100 not enough explain to me I don't understand it. Explain to me with logic and facts. Destroy me with facts and logic. Uh, and explain to me how somebody who can hit 100 gets to play this much MLB. Like, I, I, I like, I am, I'm not in good shape. The power's not there anymore. My knees are bad. I got bad knees. I would bet my life that I could probably bunt better than a hundred i don't know if that's true but i mean there are there i'm are, being i'm being facetious obviously he's a good athlete hundreds just, of players in the minor leagues who could perform better than Bradley Zimmer has. i think you're underselling i think there's way. thousands <laughs> i don't know how many players are in the minor leagues. what percentile but, does zimmer land as far as his batting average goes i don't even want to look at i i can't one I, the one percent i don't want to look at it man i gotta say like i <laughs> I have zero desire to look at Bradley Zimmer StatCast pages. I'm going to do it now because you've asked me. While you do that, um, I, I'm just going to go off on a little bit of a Well, I mean, here. he doesn't even have enough stats, but he's he has a 146 expected batting average to go along with his 130 overall. <laughs> Jesus 
like he and with the Blue Jays, he hit 091. He only had. Th- oh no, sorry, that was against uh, that was against lefties. He hit 111 with the Blue Jays against righties. Uh, Philadelphia right. Phillies. He hit 250 with them actually, and that that's was terrific. Only in 16 at bats though. Bring that momentum with back the Blue to Jays, Toronto. Patrick. Um, he hit 110 with a 464 OPS. Like, you think you could hit better than 110 in MLB? No, I I'm not a good. I can't hit. I have a bad left eye, <laughs> and I'm right-handed, so All right. I can't I can't see the ball until it basically hits me. <laughs> um, not when it's your going o- that I fast. think your I I think your OBP would be better than one. Yeah, I just get in the way of everything. I'm pretty big, so yeah. I I meant for slow pitch where the ball is like up in the air for a bit first, so I can at least find it. And then it comes down. And you then can, it comes down. Yeah. I can uppercut it. Yeah, that's that's me. That's me yeah, in a yeah. nutshell. I, I don't believe in a flat level swing because I I can't. If you do that in slow pitch, you're hitting ground balls. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's my problem. Is yeah. I have a very level swing, uh, oh, yeah. but I don't have to get under it. I've got. I've got a little bit of power, but I got no speed. I run like there's a grand piano on my back. I got yep. bad knees. You're in like Lourdes Gurriel Jr. Anyway. Um... I would say worse. I would say I'm a worse fielder than Gurriel, <laughs> uh, but I've got more power. Yeah. Uh, he's better at average. You know why Bradley Zimmer's obviously... on this team, Patrick? He has 95th percentile sprint breed. That's the only reason. Okay, but <laughs> why don't we just get Usain Bolt instead. I don't know. Like, I don't, uh, what's the difference? Like he's a, he's probably good. He could probably hit better than 110. He's just a good athlete, you know? Um, yeah, it's, it's true. I'm not done with this. I'm not, we're not baffling. letting him off the hook. I don't we're know, not letting him off the hook. I don't know what it is, but it doesn't matter what we say, Patrick, at the end of the day, uh, we don't make the shits. We just disturb them. On BFND. That's true. But what do we have? Like I'm bringing up his savant right now. Is there even any, is there anything we can work with here? Not really because he doesn't have enough. Play. He's got 103 plate appearances this season. And that's 103 too many. He just can't, he can't mm-hmm. hit MLB pitching anymore. He's only he's... got uh 56 batted ball events because he strikes out so much. Remember when I was like, yay, Jackie Bradley Jr. And you're like, why are we getting this guy? And I I continuously made the argument that it, it was his outfield jump is in the 93rd percentile. Well, he's better than Bradley Zimmer. We he's all like, laughed at he's that. He's actually had hits. Look at his game logs uh, with yeah, the Jays. He's been fine. I, I, I'm, not, I'm no longer mad about Jackie Bradley Jr. I'm now mad that they have reclaimed Bradley Zimmer. And I just know... That this incompetent Major League <laughs> Baseball player is somehow going to be on this roster opening day next year. Holy shit, dude! I just have a feeling <laughs> in my day gut. roster. What the fuck? Well, he if was this our, year. If he's on our yeah, if he's on our opening day roster next year, that Fire means Ross that Atkins, every please. every player from AAA down uh, was hit by fucking meteor. Like yeah. it's just see, like you know, you know why Bradley Zimmer was on this roster. It was because stupid ass Greg Bird had a great spring and was like, "No, nah, I don't want to be here. I'm gonna go back to New York and then be mediocre in AAA." That dude could have been on the opening day roster for the Blue Jays instead of Bradley Zimmer. And who knows what would have happened? I'm Didn't not he saying get Greg... cut by New York. Yeah, as well? I think he was released. From, I think he was released by, right. their, by their franchise. But yeah, it's it's just saying that like, he had a good spring training at the Blue Jays. He could have made the team, and he fucked it all away. And then uh, Bradley Zimmer was like, <laughs> "Oh, thank you. I will be even more mediocre than you." But somehow still keep a major league roster spot all season. 
and hit a hundred. Like, can I hit you with some stats? I don't even. Uh, if it's Bradley Zimmer stats, no, I don't want to hear them. I'm looking no, at them. No, they're not. These are the uh, the stats of the Buffalo Bisons outfielders who have uh, yeah played like enough games to justify like a, sure. it's like two point seven plate appearances per team game played. Uh, Nathan Lukes is hitting 287 with the Bisons. Nine home runs, 54 RBIs, uh, 355 OBP, and a slug of 426. So his OPS is 781 in AAA. Uh, he should be up rather than Bradley Zimmer. Yep. Logan Warmoth is hitting 229 with fewer home runs and fewer RBIs than Nathan Lukes, and uh, eight fewer games played. Uh, 325 OBP, 375 slug with a 700 OPS. I would argue he should be up over Bradley Zimmer. And Cullen Large has 101 games played for Buffalo, 243 average, 329 OBP, 363 slug for a 692 OPS. He should be up above yeah. Bradley Zimmer. And yet... What are Otto Lopez's numbers for the season we, in AAA? Because he can play outfield we. too. Yeah, I'm work. I'm working on it. I need you to give me some time here because, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it, it, it. Here we are. Otto Lopez. I'm I'm just gonna look at his his MILB stats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Overall, so in 300 plate appearances uh, in the minors, Otto has three home runs, 34 RBIs, which is about Bradley Zimmer levels <laughs> of power. 13 stolen bases, 282 average, 360 OBP. Uh, for an OPS of 767, yeah. he should be up, yep. uh, and in that roster position over Bradley Zimmer. Uh, but he's not. Yeah, it's and then you have Casey Lawrence, and we just finished talking about how Zach Pop and or Matt Gage should be on the roster because Adrian Hernandez could also be justified to. to yeah, uh, I mean he he hasn't pitched too. a ton this year because of some injury. I would I would put him below Gage and Pop. Gage and Pop, I would go. I don't really care which one. Gage probably first, maybe because he's a lefty, and right now your lefties are Meza and Kikuchi. And the problem is, is that you think Kikuchi said, "Hey, Blue Jays, I will go down to Buffalo to yeah. stay on an every five days starters schedule if you want me to," and they were like, "Nah, yeah. but we want you to light a dumpster fire in our bullpen every night." So. <laughs> The issue with Casey Lawrence is that they have 13 games in their next. Yeah, uh, he could start one. 11 two, days, right? including two doubleheaders against yeah, the Orioles. That's why he's here for that. now. But it's like, why not call up relievers? like Literally anybody else? Yeah. Why not, why not have Pop engage there for now? And then you can send one of the either of them down when you need a start from Casey Lawrence. Are they planning to start Kikuchi in one of those doubleheader games? They better not be. I would rather 30 Casey Lawrence's over one Kikuchi. <laughs> to be fair to Casey Lawrence, uh, he's had he, a good year. Yeah. He's had a good year overall. He had a terrible August. Yeah. Which is another reason. Don't look at the numbers. They're yeah, really they're bad. bad. They're terrible. I looked at them this morning. They're really bad. This is pretty much his last go about it. He's yeah, 34 he's, years old. He's going to be released, but he won't be on the he won't be a Blue Jay farm. He won't be on the year. playoff roster. He won't be. No, he just no. Yeah, like, this he's pretty much going to get his final MLB start. Yeah, in the next two weeks. It's it's just it's they went to like their let's just say 11th and 12th best options that they could have called up 
in my opinion. I'm not, I'm not saying I know that there's eleven players better, but yeah, it's just like shit. Call Pop, up Ricky Tiedemann. Let yeah. him start. <laughs> give, give him a start. Why not? Pop or Gage should have been added today over yeah. Lawrence. Yep. And Otto Lopez, in my opinion, was the call up instead of Bradley Zimmer. I don't know what else Otto because Lopez of, has to do to crack this roster. I don't know what it is. Is yeah, Bradley Zimmer married the, to one of the executives? Like I don't know. Maybe he's got. Maybe he's got. Something? Like we've said before, the conspiracy theory. Maybe he's got dirt on Shapiro and uh, Atkins from their time in Cleveland. He's got some blackmail. I don't know. Can we address one of the other things we've seen floating around on Twitter? Uh, sure. This look. I understand we shouldn't feed the trolls and all this, all this shit. But like, yeah. I've seen a lot of like mixed stuff about Bo Bichette this season. We don't have to, like, do, we're not going to do a deep dive into his stats no. this year. But there's a real Jekyll and Hyde uh, kind of thing going on as far as the... Uh, Blue Jays Twitter. <laughs> the, the Jays Twitter and Boba Shett, where half... It seems like half of are like, Boba Shett is the most overrated, worst player on the, in the league. Blah, 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 blah. And then the other half is like, why are you criticizing him? He's having one down season, and he's 23 or yeah, 24 and whatever. he's still hitting the ball with authority regularly. Yeah, um, 106 WRC+. Plus. He's, yeah, he's above, above average. average. And, like, he's 90th percentile on average exit below. Does he deserve to be an all-star? hard hit. No. No. That's, Does he deserve He, he wasn't an all-star this year. No, I know. But, I mean, like, yeah. he was getting a lot of votes. Yeah, and I mean... And a lot of teams were salty about <laughs> Jay's ballot stuffing. Yeah, his defense has fallen off in this. Like, it, it was actually, like, he was doing really well until August defensively. Yeah. And it seems like he's been making a lot of riskier and shittier throws lately. But then again, I mean, there's still time for him to... They've been sitting Espinal more in favor of Biggio and Merrifield. And yeah, both because... of those two guys are not hitting well. And Espinal is also seeing a nosedive. Yeah, the, too. those three guys, that's a talk for another day as well, too. But they haven't done much. And Tapia as well hasn't done much. Tapia is also, to, yeah. <laughs> that, but I was, I was saying before, like, I pulled up the August hitting stats. Uh, there were nine batters who had more than 50 at-bats for the Blue Jays, Patrick, only four of them had an OPS above 743. Bobichette was at 743, yeah. Teo at 777, Vladi at 846, and Springer at 913. And Teo, it's really, it's all power. His average, yeah, he had six home runs in the month. Yeah. Uh, and nine doubles. So like, he, yeah, was like, he, was, he hit 222 in all. All extra base hits. Uh, oh, sorry, I was looking at Vladi's numbers. Yeah, yeah five, uh, five homers and five doubles for Teo, yeah. Here's the problem, too, with Teo. And what... Look, I don't know what happened in that game against the Angels. I, if he, he was he exhausted, he took the foul ball off his foot. Right? Yeah, there was the foul ball too. There's, yeah. I, my I mean, impression was that there's more than one contusion on his foot at this moment in time. Yeah, I don't know. But it was, really, it was a very bad look in the moment, and people were just tearing the whole him. Team to pieces. was a bad look in that game, though. Like, yeah, I, I, I wasn't able to watch. I watched like three innings of the Angels series because again, I was at the wedding. But I yeah. did watch Jays in 30 for all three of them just to see what I hadn't missed. <laughs> it was poop. And, and, like, yeah, there was that, that one, the play that he went back to the right center field gap or whatever it was and, and didn't. And there was, it was a catchable ball, and he kind of just, like, washes it hit 
the track like a few steps away from him because he can't he couldn't run because he has a massive yeah. contusion yeah, he has so multiple contusions on it's his body just like that was a pretty bad look um but i mean it's it's just the whole offense as a whole underperformed like you only had four players above 700 ops on your team in the entire month who played regularly like i'm sure there was fringe players who had a better ops than 700 just because they cares? didn't have that many bats but it's like the yeah, guys who played regular. the most didn't have the numbers to warrant that playing time um I mean, Alejandro Kirk at 241 with a 667 OPS in the month. He still walked one more time than he struck out. He had 15 walks and only 14 strikeouts in the month, which is great. He had the second-best OBP on the team in the in the month of August. But he wasn't really driving in a lot of runs. Like, he only had one home run and drove in 11 um, and only scored four runs in the month of August. So it's just – that's a guy who runs with a grand piano tied to his back. But it's just like – Man, the the entire team just decided not to hit well. <laughs> so I I have a hard time fully blaming the pitching staff. I'll say that much. Oh, definitely. I wouldn't even blame the pitching staff. I mean, yeah. There obviously there's at least like five Mitch White <laughs> appearances that are write-offs, but like Sure. What else are we going to do? Who else are we going to throw out there? Kikuchi is, is toast for the season. Yeah. We're calling up Casey Lawrence. I, I Who's going to get hammered? <laughs> uh, and Mitch White's getting hammered hard. So, I mean, it's yep. really it comes down to Barrios, Gossman, Manoa, and Stripling. And it, honestly, like, look, I love Ross Stripling, but... I'm scared, man. I feel like at some point the wheels come off the cart. Yeah. The fact that he's been able to continue to adapt is just like, it's just, just goes to show how good he is. I'm real scared though. When we get into like these long series that somebody's going to hammer him and then the good days are over and then he'll be back to criticizing strips again. And I hate that. I hate that shit. Yeah. See it all over Twitter. He has one bad start and it's just pooping all over. Here him. we go. <laughs> I don't want to see it. I'm tired of it. And I'm tired of uh, Gossman not getting to run support. Man, I'm telling you. Here we go. Here's another rant. Kevin Gossman. This man should be up for the Cy Young Award. And he's not going to get a uh, look at all because a bunch of dumbasses are going to look at his record and say, nah, this ain't it. Mm hmm. One of the best FIPS in uh, in baseball, in MLB. Go look at the stats. Yep. He's at, he's top three, if not top one, for FIP. And I understand FIP is like, it's an advanced stat or whatever. But like, what? It's, it's a measurable performance. He's been terrific this year. And he's gotten very little run support outside of that 28-5 to game. Yeah. And... What do we expect him to pitch complete game shutouts every time he goes out there so we can win one nothing? Because team can't scratch runs when he's on the, the bump. Mm -hmm. It drives me absolutely bananas. And I don't know, man. I'm just I don't like like watching the team lose games they should be winning. This team, yeah, should be performing 
better than what they are. I'm with you there. And with with so many foul ups in uh, player like recent player acquisitions with uh, with Ryu's arm exploding, which is like just I think it's a shit house luck. Uh, and then Yusei Kikuchi just being flat out one of the worst signings I think in Jay's history so far. <laughs> yeah, not good. Uh, like Tanner Rourke levels of like disaster. I get it though, because on paper he has everything that you want in a left-handed starter. Yeah. But he hasn't put all of it together at any single point in time during the season. He has one great start, and you're like, "Oh, you say Kikuchi's going to be fine," and then he gets gives up like nine runs before he gets two outs and mm. it's like all right well see you tomorrow i guess like this team is so inconsistent fuck <laughs> i just want to win baseball games let's preview the pirates who do we got yeah let's talk about the pirates i mean i haven't even really looked at the pirates yet um, i love the pirates can i just say they have one of the most beautiful yeah parks in baseball and while they're Roster is, I wouldn't say it's desirable. They're just, I don't know. They've they have got, a great history. They've got some Bonus great wagon. young talent. Like O'Neill Cruz is going to be fun to watch. Yeah. For three games, Brian Reynolds is a great outfielder for them. Um, no probable starters really announced yet for this because both teams are off today. Here it is. You we ready? Manoa's going to go though. You ready? I got, th I got the next three. Here it is. All right. You got uh, Johan uh, Ovido. Ovido. I apologize. Uh, so if you want to go ahead and look him up uh, in your little computer there. I don't want to look at it. Pittsburgh Pirates. He, uh, why is he showing up as a St. Louis starter? Where did he, how did, all right, whatever. Anyway, uh, his numbers are... A 3.20 ERA in 25 innings pitched for St. Louis this year. That really means nothing. I don't even know. There, I know nothing about this man. Uh, Ronzi Contreras is uh, Saturdays. He has a 3.57 ERA in 68 innings pitched. He is 4-4. Four and four. Uh, He's gives up a lot of walks i guess yeah Command gives up a lot of Doesn't home runs out a ton. gets a lot of chase though um and then the uh the third guy it's bryce wilson bryce wilson uh he has a 6.12 era with pittsburgh this season uh two and eight record uh in 82.1 innings pitched he's yeah he's there because they got nobody else <laughs> He's the tank commander. Yeah. Um, I don't really know very much about these guys, uh, except to say it looks like the Bryce Wilson matchup will be favorable. Looks like the Jays are going to go with Manoa, Stripling, and Barrios. Barrios will land against the Bryce Wilson, so that's kind of good. So our two of our better pitchers, arguably uh, Manoa being perhaps our best pitcher this year, and then Ross Stripling being very, very good. Um, I like our chances to to uh, to sweep this series. This is it, though. Like this, the this is the end of the so-called soft games. This is it. 
Yeah. So make the most of it. Win these games. Then it's on to Baltimore. Those are going to be tough ones, but we'll yeah we'll we'll preview those before we we'll be back on Sunday. We'll we'll definitely talk about Baltimore before the Jays get there because. Yeah, man. I don't know. It's uh, it's a tough stretch. Like we said, the Jays are have their they still control their own destiny. Obviously, you got to win a bunch of games to do that. Yeah. Um, and we'll see. Like, what's your what's your confidence level right now in in this team to make the playoffs? Like, out of ten. <laughs> I know you've been blowing up the group chat about it. So. <laughs> Honestly, sixty forty. Sixty forty. So yeah. you see that they make it? Yeah, yeah. I'm like 75-25 still. 7.5 out of 10. I see it. So. Like, I can see it. Really, it, it, I, I, I put a lot of weight on those games against Baltimore. Really, I think as right. if they can uh, if they can outplay Baltimore in those 10 games, ideally, you go 7-3. and three. Um, right. yeah. 6-4 and four at the minimum. I would say anything better than 6-4, and four, and I think they're... 500 everywhere else they'll they'll get in but okay. that being said tampa bay are really really fucking good yeah and they're really hot right now and we have nine games against them and we still have i think three against the yankees and three mm-hmm. against boston something like that and boston's got to be pissed off because we I wrote this down on my board. We went nine and zero against them at Fenway this year. Well, yeah, Boston's record against the division is abysmal this year. They haven't won. A, they haven't won a series against the American League East yet, Patrick. They yeah, outside their division, they're they're actually a good baseball team. Yeah, but playing just, against their division, they turn into a little. They're the worst team in the American Chihuahuas. League East. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're terrible. Yep, but uh, that, I think that's it for us. Anything else you want to say before we wrap up today? Mm, enjoy the end of summer folks yeah uh these games against pittsburgh while every game matters it's real next week is really when the will be forged by the, so the fires of the, of the bacon gets made play. next week yeah 10 against baltimore nine against tampa three against the yankees three against boston it it's this is the way the schedule is designed it's going to be intense it's going to be uh very tough on uh on the hearts i think uh so temper yourself don't watch every game just kind of enjoy life and it's baseball enjoy it can you imagine we get this far and at the end of it we get into the playoffs you know what our reward will be for being wc3 congratulations you're going to fucking cleveland that's that's it you go to cleveland Cleveland. and then after that you get the yankees so it's not going to get, like, getting into the playoffs is one thing. It's like winning in the playoffs. And can this team, do you think this team can win playoff games? Yes. Do you think you, they can win playoff series? Yes. You've got a do you think playoff. they can beat Cleveland? Yes. In a best of three? Yes. Do you You've think got... they can beat the Yankees in the best of five? Yes. Do you think they can beat Houston in a best of seven? No. <laughs> do you think they can beat Seattle in a best of three? Mm, that no. one's a toss-up for me. It's no. Uh, do you think they can beat Tampa in a best of three? Yes. Really? Yes. Mm, I like that. You have Gosman and Manoa going two to three games. I oh, like, yeah. I like that's my really chances. Tough. That's really tough so on that's, Tampa. See, best of three, I like their chances against anybody. Here's the X factor. A lot of people don't know this. Some people do. Uh, Shane McClanahan was seen uh, yeah, he might getting pulled out of the, the pen there in tears. Devastated. Before his start. 
before his scheduled start. He's had uh, an with, amazing year, so hopefully, with, I, uh, uh, elbow in impinge, impingement, impingement. I don't know what that is. Yeah, neither do I. I'm not a doctor. It, but hearing elbow and pitcher, uh, yeah. I mean, obviously, yeah. like as fans of the Blue Jays, the less we have to play against Shane McClanahan, the better. But the dude's been having an outstanding year. And Cy Young. It yeah. is. It is too bad that. Hopefully, it's not over for him. I would. Li- I'd, I'd like to beat teams when they have their best players so that might be the x factor down the stretch because he Could would have be. been scheduled for at least another five six starts six starts in the last 30 games if he pitches every fifth day right that's so, a lot yeah that's that's a lot of games they got to fill with somebody who's not that's a lot. and i, I don't, don't know who baltimore even has as a fucking pitcher anymore so you mean tampa no baltimore oh. as well i'm not uh, scared yeah. of tampa pitching uh, their no. bullpen is bullpen is scary lethal but their starters i'm not scared of ryan yarborough anymore um, Baltimore. Let me tell you. Keep. You get. You just gotta walk Ryan Mountcastle at this point. Every yeah. at bat. Yes, he's. Now they just, have Gunnar Henderson up too, and he had a home run in his first game. Adley Rushman. Uh, yeah. I like him. I look. I like this ball. This version of Baltimore. I don't. Hate, I like them. Yeah, they don't have. Uh, I, I don't hate that they have Rudendo Dora on their team, but. Um, I like the post, Buck Walter Orioles a lot better than the team they had back then so i still hate their logo but i just i really like the way this team yeah is, is i like when they right just now. have the the o logo yeah. not the bird the that bird, bird is just sucks. too stupid for words looks like it should be on like a nickelodeon show <laughs> um, but the i like i do like the i do like the orioles like text logo that they do on the front of their jerseys and their colors are pretty cool like there's not a lot of professional sports teams have like an orange and black look going on do you think we could beat baltimore in three yes do you think we could beat minnesota in three easy so you, really you're only scared I, of houston i'm not scared of anybody in a three-game series except for houston they terrify me and the Dodgers, we beat but... them though they're in the season series four yes two. we did but we also put them in april all six times so um wins a win Wins a win, but yeah, it's it's a different story. But I mean, uh, the Houston is the, Houston is the only team I'm and uh, uh, Seattle, I guess I'd be scared of in a best of three, at this point. Do you want to know who I want like in round chances. one? Give me fucking Cleveland. I want the Yankees in like after the wild card round. We I, would I if the playoffs that. started today. Yeah, that's true. Cleveland are the. There's no way that the Yankees will self destruct to the point where they'll no, sink below so. Cleveland. So. It'll be if we're WC three, it's Cleveland. I would, I love it. Give it to well, me. Well, got to get there first, right? Um, yep. <laughs> <laughs> I think that'll do it for us today. We'll be back Sunday after the series with the Pirates. Enjoy watching the games in Pittsburgh. If you're going there in person, please take pictures and send them to us. I love PNC Park. Yeah. I would love to go there. Anyway, um, you can find us on Twitter, Patrick at BFMD Podcast. You can DM or tweet us your questions. We are on Anchor apple spotify and wherever you listen to your podcasts find us on our website at bfmdpodcast.com thank you as always for taking the time to listen to this episode glad to be back please leave us a review of five stars or less helps more people find us in the meantime i've been justin for patrick out in halifax we'll see you next time